Hey guys, we're Soulful Synergy. My name is Shaughnessy. My name is Shanice, and this episode is part two of Daddy Issues. Uh, We decided it was really important to get a male perspective as men go through just as much as we do when it comes to daddy issues. If not more, we just really wanted to get their side of what they've gone through and Mm -hmm. what they've experienced and kind of not really compare it to ours but just like get it all out there for Mm -hmm. everybody who feels like they are or have been in this situation yeah um so let's start with a background on your relationships with your fathers so my name is kj um growing up with my father my father uh, my father worked a lot uh, mostly at night, so I didn't really get to see him very often. Like I was pretty much raised by my mother and my aunt and my older sister. I didn't talk to my father very much. I don't remember any conversations I had with my father besides anything about like sports and how the Blue Jays were doing or something like that. <laughs> like if I remember any conversations with my father, it was just like getting a lecture or my father yelling at me for something. Yeah. Um, I wasn't really like I wouldn't say I was a bad kid. Mm-hmm. Like, I never really got into much trouble. It's just like, hey, I wasn't doing my schoolwork to his satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Um, I came from a father who was a teacher back home. And so he was always very strict, very about my studies. If you're at home, you couldn't be watching TV or playing video games. You have to just be working. You know, mm-hmm. your nose is you know, in a book all the time. Yeah. Um, another problem is that my father and I are very similar. I acknowledge that as I was growing up. It's like we're very much alike and we're always butting heads. So by the time I came to be a teenager, it was just conflict and fights and battles. And I thought about fighting my father a few times, but he's always, <laughs> he's always quick to kind of show me, like, no, that'd be a bad idea. Yeah, he so, wanted you. <laughs> so around the age around 19, it was just like I kind of had enough and I said, I'm going to move out. Mm-hmm. And our relationship after I moved out was pro- pretty much non existent. I didn't speak to him at all. I didn't really speak to my mother or my sister much at all either. What about him? Like, did he, like, reach out to you? No, not really. My dad's pretty stubborn. Like, he's he's an old black man. Like, he's not... Yeah. Or fashion. He sounds like a West Indian fashion. He'd try to mend things, and, like, he was just, okay, you're there. Like, he'd find out how I was doing from my mom. Mm. My mom was very... Like, I was the baby, so I was like, my mom's very, over, she's very loving, but she's also very overbearing. Yeah. So never like, oh, I'm just out of the house and no one's talking to me. My mom would always constantly be checking up on me. Okay. And eventually things got better. Like you move away from home and eventually just things just get better. Not yeah. all of Your family issues just kind of melt away. Yeah. So now I would say that my, my relationship with my father has gotten a lot better. Okay. We can speak to each other. Um. We don't really speak about anything in depth. We don't really, like, but we can, like, have conversations. Like, I don't go to my father for, like, relationship advice or anything like that. Yeah. But we can actually just kind of be in a room and be civil and joke. And he just kind of acknowledges, like, hey, you're a man now. <laughs> like, like, it was just, like, that was the hardest thing for him to kind of come to terms with. It was just, like, me growing up and becoming a man. And do what you have to do. It was just, like, no, you're just a little boy. Yeah. You're going to do what I say. Yeah. So now that I've kind of grown up, he's just kind of like, okay, let me, like, I could acknowledge my son as a man. He's doing his thing. Yeah. And my name is, we'll go with E. <laughs> <laughs> Stop on. Um, 
our, our backgrounds are a little bit different because my parents work together. Mm-hmm. So I was raised by a single mom, essentially. Um, and I would see my dad on weekends and for the summer. So it was kind of difficult when I was younger because you always have those days like, all right, just take your kid to, to work day mm-hmm. or you have you have school events where all right your parents are coming to school but you only have your one parent and like you're you're a boy right so yeah. you want to see your dad yeah. you want to do certain things with your dad like I had to learn a lot of uh, things like sports I learned from my brother um, certain things like okay how you speak to women I learned from my brother like my mom having women like female friends my sister stuff like that so it was one of those things where it's like all right I longed for my dad but. It wasn't one of those things where it's like, okay, your dad's not, your parents aren't together, but it's like one of those things where your your dad and your mom can't stand each other, so you you can't see your father. Yeah. They always they always work together, so I never knew what was going on, and they beefed throughout my entire life, and I never knew it. So hmm. like I always appreciated that from them. They they kind of separated that from me, and and my mom always let me see my father, whereas a lot of other women, they're they're kind of vengeful and they'll try and keep keep the kid away from their dad just based on whatever happened with their relationship yeah so growing up with my dad on weekends and spending all like full summers with my dad it's it's very 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 strange how if you meet the two of us we are essentially the same person (laughs) it's just different different versions of i'm 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 3.0 i guess (laughs) don't kill me my dad's an old man, so that's why I say how I'm 3.0. I don't even want to say that I'm the, the younger version of, of him because even that is a, would be a completely different animal. <laughs> okay. But, um, okay. it, it, it was good growing up. Like I, I, I never was one of those things where it's like, oh, I, I wish my dad was around more. Like There was instances where I did wish he was around more. Mm-hmm. Um, you learn when you're younger, when you just have one parent or, or whatever. Um, you learn to deal with disappointment a little bit earlier than uh, your peers. Yeah, for sure. Um, as we aged, um, I became more of a man. Because he raised me to be so similar to him, we would fight constantly. <laughs> um, unlike for my sure. buddy, I I wasn't afraid of the little things that my dad would try to let me know that, like, yo, I, I can still take you. Like, all right, so take me then. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to prove it um i lived with my dad i moved into my dad's house when i was maybe 17 for grade 12 okay. and that was one of the longest years of my life <laughs> uh we fought constantly mm-hmm. i'd end up staying out a lot i'd always be either at this guy's house or somebody else's house mm-hmm. um i ended up moving out of out of his house at maybe 19 or 20 after a huge altercation Mm. um, I ended up moving back in with my mom once that happened we stopped speaking for maybe an eight to nine month period because both me and my father are stubborn well we'll speak to each other through other people yeah but none of us are willing to humble humble our egos to be like okay yeah I was wrong Mm. I'm never willing because I'm I'm usually never wrong Don't kill me. But as as we separated, I lived um, with my mom. I I did the whole school thing. I started to work full time. You start to see some of the stuff that you're fighting with your parents about. It 
you shouldn't have been fighting with them about. Mm -hmm. They weren't as wrong as you thought they were. They're usually just wrong with their approach. Yeah, it's always so true. The message is usually always, always, always correct. And Mm -hmm. like I'm I'm in my 30s now, and there's certain certain circumstances or situations I'll find myself in that all right, my dad's voice will start playing in the back of my head. It's like, oh, this is what he's talking about. He was right. Like, at 30, I'm going to need this. I don't need this when I'm 18. Yeah. Chill. The only other interesting thing that I'll say about my relationship with my dad that I notice, Mm -hmm. I, I have two brothers and one sister. Because of the relationship that I have with my dad, me and my dad, we see each other as equals, as men, we can reason. Um, my siblings have a resentment towards me for it. Hmm. Interesting. Which, which, like, I understand because, like, there's certain things that my dad and my even my mom, they'll never, they don't say to me, but it's because they realize they don't have to. Hmm. Whereas my, my brother and sister, like, they, they still, they're, they're the first, the firstborns, they're, they're, they're the favorites in a sense because, like, everybody cherishes their first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, but as I've, as I've aged, um, I always sensed it, but now that um, we're older, they've started to explain it a little bit more to me, so I, I can appreciate that and understand it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's just uh, the short and long version of what my background is with my father. Okay, so interesting. Yeah. I love the, the perspectives. You have, like, both sides, in a sense. Yeah, they're both different. So, the same yeah yeah so right now would you guys say you have good relationships with your fathers and like overall yeah. would you say you can like sit down have a good conversation you know like um i think it was kj that said you would never go to your father for relationship issues or anything like that but other than like, that I, mean, I, I i it's not that i don't feel like i could mm-hmm. it's just that I was raised in a household where children were to be seen, not heard. Right, so yeah. it's just like, yeah. it's very difficult for me to just like, go to my, like, I mean, I recently got married and it's just like, I didn't really say to my father, like, hey, I need a little bit of wisdom here. Mm-hmm. Or do you have any advice for me? And he didn't offer any. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like, okay, you kind of know what you're doing. I don't really have anything to say. I don't really have anything. Like, it was just, it was things just were what they were like my dad was never one to pull me aside and just kind of say hey this is how you have to deal you just kind of figure hey i imparted enough wisdom onto you silently that you just gotta figure out how things go yeah um he wasn't really one for much words mm. until time for like a lecture uh, it's almost like he has to be that barrier yeah in a sense, yeah to kind of break yeah there was like i mean there's like a joke i mean there's a big generation gap between mm. my myself and my parents like my father's almost 70 years old i'm in my 30s it's just like oh wow they are there's a, like a big difference in like how he was saying i understand what they were saying but like the delivery and the method they delivered it was just off yeah like there's a lot of things that my father was yelling at me when i was 16 that i didn't understand until i was 26 mm-hmm. yeah. it's just wrong and I get it now. Like, a lot of these things that we were fighting over, a lot of these things that he was saying to me, it's just like, I didn't get it at the time. Yeah. But I got it later. Later. As I grew to be a man, I understood what he was talking about. It's just that you have to understand that at the time, this doesn't make no sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going I'm not going through this yet. And it's just like, and when the situation comes up, I'm not going to remember this thing that you were screaming yeah. at me yeah. a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah. yeah. 
I hear that. So <laughs> E, E, what about you? With me, it's so you're getting basically both sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. My dad was always talking to me. If he had a <laughs> from the time that I got into his car or from that Friday, okay, your dad's coming to get you. So we left the house. Then he dropped me back off on Sunday. That man was talking. <laughs> talking, 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 talking. It's like you gotta walk away. I had no idea I would need to know. And it was not just, it was not just to you, because he was kicking knowledge to us too as your friend. Yeah. Always, he's, he's that type of man where it's like, okay, I see these young guys, they need wisdom. Mm, okay. I, I'm old, I'm here, I, I need to impart this wisdom that I have. He's trying to and stay young. The thing that I, I always loved is like, he had wisdom for whatever stage you might be in your life. Like, okay, I see my son is running around with all these girls being thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me give him some stories about what me and my boys used to do <laughs> when we were at, we were here in Toronto in the seventies, the seventies, early eighties, and we were doing the same thing. So I was able to see that as much as he's an old man, some things change, but they stay the same. Hmm. So. A lot of a lot of my personality and like who I am to my friends comes from just things that he's constantly taught me. Like he's taught me what to look to look at in terms of when you're you're meeting people, just different character aspects to watch to watch for, or, or to just to be observant. You don't always need to be that person that's always talking. You know, just mm-hmm. just lots of different uh, jewels that I've been able to use over the the course of my life, and. And help me be a decent friend to the people that I do choose to to help, you know? Yeah. So, but at the same time, though, when you're constantly receiving a person talking at you, it's like, shut up. (laughs) Yeah, like, okay, I'm not. I get it. Yeah. Especially when it's your dad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, how has it affected your relationships with your spouse your spouses spouses yes or even just like your relationships throughout your life so far um i'll go first with this early on um a lot of the stuff that my dad used to tell me about women i'd I'd always have to take with a grain of salt (laughs) because you're coming from an era where women didn't have rights. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked. It's so crazy. It's certain things that are would would be telltale signs for you to look for in women in your day, they don't exist now because women go to work. They vote. They, they, they can crazy. buy things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can drive. So like in, yeah. in his day, you might see a woman that um, drinks hard liquor or smokes, and you'd be able you you look at them away you judge them yeah but now now we live in a, in a society where women can roll backwards better than men <laughs> damn straight <laughs> just just stuff with that it'd, it'd be like oh okay my dad's seeing certain women that i'm hanging around with and he's judging them and it's like yo dad can you chill she's a school teacher <laughs> she just likes to turn up on the weekends like can she live yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to have, have a, a, a glass of rum or scotch or whatever in your in your day when you need to relax from whatever you were unwinding from. Mm-hmm. She she smokes a cigarette or she does this. Yeah. Or whatever. So balancing that was always difficult. Because mm-hmm. um, like every now and then you want to bring the girl that you're seeing around your family and 
But when you have that type of parent, that the women that you're you're involved with will always feel judged. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Judged, they'll feel uncomfortable. They'll they'll always I don't know what to say around your father. Mm-hmm. And there's only so much you can say. Like, yo, don't worry about that guy. They're gonna don't worry about him. Yeah. It's like your dad. If they see yeah. a future with you, or if they want to have a future with you, they obviously know that your father or your parents will be in their life. So. Yeah. Yeah, any decent female would think like that, I think. Yeah. yeah. For but sure. There's that, and it also helped, too, because from elementary school, my my father always, 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 always pushed, I don't want you to have only male friends. Hmm. You need to have women's, women as friends, as sounding boards, so you understand how their brains think. There's things that women see they can show you That's that true. you'll never see, that your boys will never see yeah so true so he, he always taught me that from like from a younger age so like growing up like yes kj me and kj are super close but i've always had a female best friend if that makes any sense yeah okay so that comes from from knowledge and like advice that he's given me mm-hmm. so like, it, it's helped and it's it's hurt at the yeah. same time. okay and then uh, me i'm on the flip side where my dad didn't really have any kind of like conversations with me about women or any kind of relationship advice it's just like the most they got is like when he caught me in the basement with my high school girlfriend <laughs> and it was like we had a very awkward conversation afterwards like it was just uh so he's like <laughs> are you rapping in we got out of that it's just awkward that's so ox oh my yeah, god yeah it was just like i could tell how how uncomfortable he, he was, was having yeah. but i mean as far as like my relationships go I spent a lot of time just kind of out there running, running around. Yeah, kind of exploring. No, no really steady, no steady girlfriend, just kind of us out there. Mm-hmm. Papa with the Rolling Stone kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> what I, I, I think about, I wasn't allowed to have a girlfriend in high school. Oh, wow. <laughs> Bad. That's like, rough. I need a girlfriend in high school to just have girls. Just, just study your books. No, 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 study your books. Wow, just have very yeah. You don't know what you like yet, so what do you mean you have a girlfriend? That's true. That's a smart. That's a smart piece of advice, though. True. I wish my mom said that to me too. Like, no, go, go, fuck the town down. Go, <laughs> go be a, a womanizer. But that's not what he meant. He does, he also doesn't appreciate that type of of uh, man. Okay. Mm-hmm. More of me, it was just like, okay, figure things out by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um. Any conversation, like, I mean, I've really never really had any conversations with my father about, like, relationships or anything like that, or, like, the opposite sex. Um, I recall one time where I was, like, I brought a girl home, and I didn't really introduce her to anybody. It was just, like, okay, straight to the room. Ooh, that's awkward. A couple days later, my dad was yelling at me for something, and he was like, oh, you brought this girl here, you didn't even introduce her to nobody, and I'm like, dad, that was no girl that you really need to meet. Oh, sure. He was like, and he was like, no, I didn't raise you to treat women that way. And I'm like, you didn't raise me to treat women anyway. That's really bumping heads all the time. And it was just like, that was like his realization. It's just like, I haven't really done right by my son as far as how he's going to deal with these women. Yeah. Not that he, not that it caused any change or him to actually approach the subject. Mm-hmm. He just kind of realized, okay, we might have a problem here. <laughs> 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 Panic mode. Uh-oh. They had a problem. They had a problem. He was wild in. But like I mean, once I really think that once I kind of came home and with the woman 
that's when my dad really started to say, okay, you know what? You kind of have things together now. I can look at you as an equal. I can look at you as like, it's no more, I'm yelling at you for the things that you don't do or things you don't do properly. I'm not worried about you anymore. It's like, okay, if you can have this woman, I think you're okay. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> like, I think you're doing good. about it now and it's like, okay, my wife was like my savior and she really fixed my life. But it's just like, come on, dad, I, I actually have to be okay to like get her. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But he realizes now that like okay, you have your you have your shit together. Yeah. Also on the flip side, you have to acknowledge too though, you can't put that all on him because you also didn't show him mm-hmm. you didn't hundred percent show him that like, no, I have my shit together, I'm just not around you. No, no, I was <laughs> like for all he knew is just like, yo, I might be like one day I might just wake up in a ditch. Like he he really didn't know what was going on with me because like we didn't have a close relationship. Mm-hmm. And now that we've kind of mended fences, it's just like, yeah, I can I can sit down with my father and just kind of just be in his presence and talk about stuff that's not sports, yeah. not him lecturing me. It's just like we can just talk about whatever's going on. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. Um, I learned a lot from my father. Like I say, like when I was growing up, he wasn't really around, and it's just like okay, like I understand now. My dad didn't like working nights, mm-hmm. but he loved his wife and his two kids, so he he did it because mm-hmm. he had to put food on the table. Yeah. I understand that he wanted to be around more often. He wanted to be there when I was doing stuff, when I was playing sports, when I was having projects at school and doing presentations and speeches. And he wanted to be around for that, but he just couldn't. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm growing up and it's like I have my own family and I have my own things to take care of, I understand how hard it is to do that. Yeah. And I get it. And it's just like, it's it's just kind of like a silent acknowledgement. Okay, I get it now. Yeah. Like it's, you didn't really have to say anything. There's no apologies that need to be made. It's just, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. And he knows I get it. I know he knows, and we move on from there. Mm-hmm. Nice. Would you guys say that you treat, you've treat you treated women well in your life? Yeah. And did you learn those behaviors from your father or on your own? <laughs> They're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it's such an awkward question, but it is what it is. I wouldn't say that I've always, I've treated every woman I've come across well, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say that I like and. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I'm not trying to get you guys in trouble. I haven't treated every woman well. Okay. Um, but I don't think that's because of anything that has to do with my father. Mm-hmm. Um. So you were just living um, your life and just doing what you wanted to do what, was it like life. influences from friends that you saw how they tre- treated a woman or absolutely you just woke up not. and were like yo I'm absolutely a savage not. today not. yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> every, every situation was different it wasn't any peer pressure from his friends to treat women anyways not not from this friend anyways <laughs> <laughs> so what about like um, have you guys dealt with women with daddy issues ever um I think every man does. Mm-hmm. Can I keep it a buck? Yeah. Um, I think daddy issues is a load of shit. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, really? I want to hear that. Yes. I, I, well, especially within the last maybe five to ten years, I started to think daddy issues are full of shit because at the end of the day, there's lots of people who have grown up, don't have their fathers, and we don't all do the same things. Mm-hmm. Some of this, some of this stuff is 
active choices that you're making. Mm-hmm. And then they just blame it on their father. And then you blame it on, on daddy issues. You know, If you know what the issue is to blame it on, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that it's fair for you to say that's why you did something. Yeah. If you know what the issue is, yeah. you know you have this issue, but you still go and do the fuck shit? No. That's mm-hmm. because you wanted to. Yeah. And I respect you more if you just said, no, I wanted to do this. Yeah. So, Rather than use daddy issues as a crutch. Yeah. But it's weird. Um, one of my, my longest relationships was seven seven years. She only grew up with her father. Hmm. The fuck shit remained. And I'm not gonna put all the like all her stuff on her because she's probably the only female that I've I've dealt with that could say that oh, if she wanted to that could say, okay, he he's treated women poorly. Mm. But that that's both that, that works both ways. Aside from that, I don't really think based on like how I, I've lived or I've been raised that I've treated women uh, poorly. Mm. You could say that um, some of the things that I've done I've, haven't been beneficial to all women, but the way that my dad raised me is like, hey, if you're honest with these with these women about what you're gonna do, they can't be mad at you. Yeah. So if you're Fast. telling them that they're one of several, mm-hmm. they have to accept that they're one of several. Mm-hmm. If when they I look choose. Back, I, always, I always think of it as, no one remembers what you did, no one remembers what you said, they're just gonna remember how you made them feel. Yeah. And, all right, Maya, I, <laughs> I, I would say that <laughs> I've said some really bad things, I've done some really bad things, but in the end of it, there's not many people who would say that I've made them feel terrible. So what? So when you did those, when you guys did those, don't kill me. When you guys did those bad things, would you say it was because of how the girl um, portrayed herself or what she took? Would you say it was like in relation to that? If that makes sense. I don't really think it had anything to do with the women. It was just what you wanted to do. Yeah, you're just in savage mode. We're young. We're gonna do. We're just like you're gonna do what boys do. Some of the shittiest people. 
people that I know come from two-parent households whose yeah. parents done, have done everything for them. It's kind of true, you know. It's so true. <laughs> it is. But then I've seen a lot of great people come out of that too. Shitty people. Yeah, like, there's yeah. shitty people just everywhere. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just like everyone's just different at the end of the day. Yeah. And furthermore, if we're going to be in this society where, you know, women are equal, uh, women are just as good as men, women are powerful... When women do shitty things, we need to hold women responsible for them and stop giving them shitty excuses for it. <sighs> I hear that. Men don't have to have to hold that weight or hold that guilt. We just have to eat it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like this might be like the first conversation that men, like people hear about daddy issues with men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. nobody really thinks about the issues that men have with their fathers as far as like and I mean. No one wants to talk about it. Men who know our fathers and know our fathers very well. Mm-hmm. There's men out there that don't know their fathers at all. Yeah. I might think like, hey, I didn't have no dad. Like, this is why I'm the way I am. But mm-hmm. and that's not always the case. And yeah. truth be told, like women, women think like, all right, I'm dealing with this this guy. He never had his father in his life. Yes, there's some barriers that you might have to encounter in terms of him, but I think that they're much easier to deal with over men who have mommy issues. Mm. Mm. That's our next episode, right? Yeah, yeah that's what it is. <laughs> Mommy's boy. Yeah. So at least I, I find men that don't have their fathers in their life, when they when they become fathers themselves, some of them depending like some of them they wanna do above and beyond. They wanna be that father that they never had. Yeah. Always. Well not always. Like so me and my brother we have different fathers. So he always grew up knowing my dad as his father. Mm-hmm. He has four kids. His kids love him as a father. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he that's that's what he cares about in a sense because he never had his father that around he always made sure that I'm gonna do my best with, with my kids to make sure that I'm around for them, they always have access. So I always find that right, I the, the men around me that haven't had their fathers with them, they more approach it that way rather than like, Oh, I'm just gonna be a shitty human being. Mm-hmm. I mean they've done shitty things <laughs> We all but have. They, they've, yeah. they've always owned up to it. Like, yeah, I, I, I wanted to go do that shitty thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, that's the difference. It's just like, hey, everybody does a shitty thing one time. Mm-hmm. A couple times. Mm-hmm. A few times. It's, do you own it? Or do you do you own it and try to do better? Or are you just a shitty human being? Mm-hmm. And you put it off on somebody else or something else? or. Okay. But I do also understand the whole... Some women will grow up without, um, well, the women-daddy issues. Like, I, I find with women, all right, you, you might be longing for just approval or love from men. Mm-hmm. And because you never had that man around you, you don't know what to look for in terms of a, the proper man. Yeah. Like, I do hear that. But I also don't think that that excuses you going out there and being a shitty person. Oh, yeah. hell no. Never. Like, I mean, my parents were never really affectionate. Like, I think I've seen my parents kiss twice in my entire life. Yeah. Like, they never really, like, my parents barely spoke. Mm. Like, they would speak in, like, like in, in private. Like, we were never around where they would, like, if I did wrong and my mom knew, if I did something bad and my mom knew about it, like, I knew my dad would find out about it, but I never knew when exactly my mom would tell him. When that conversation happened. <laughs> That's scary. That's so scary. That is scary. Like, okay, screwed up. You have to cuss him. They never really spoke around us. Like that's mm-hmm. like the type of household we we lived in. It's just like no, the kids can't know any 
somebody. It was just you just you just kind of knew what you wanted or knew what you needed to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I think mean, my parents have been married for about forty years now, and I understand now being in a long term relationship and getting married recently. It's just like hey, it takes a lot of work. So yeah. for them to be together for 40 years, it's just like, yeah, they worked really hard for those 40 years. So it's yeah. like, there's a lot of things where it's just like, I used to wonder how my mom used to put up with my dad. But now I'm like, they've been together for 40 years. My mom's been putting up with my dad for a lot longer than I've been here. My mom doesn't need any advice. My mom doesn't need any help. <laughs> like, <laughs> my dad is who my dad is, and my mom is very comfortable with who my dad is. She's doing so, just fine. like, I mean, I've been married for about three months now, and I'm just like, 40 years? <laughs> 40, years of, 40 more like, years I'm yeah, just kidding. Like you, you know who each other are you're very comfortable with who each other are that's the things where it's just like hey when people try to talk about like cracks in my parents relationship I'm just like they know what they got themselves into and mm-hmm. they know what they're sticking around for mm-hmm. yeah it's their problem that's true okay wow what good perspectives that's amazing mm-hmm. I'm trying to think so, okay, let's finish off with, do you guys think that a relationship can work if one of the spouses has, has daddy issues? Yeah. Can, can you guys, can a couple work through that together? Is it something you need to resolve before you even get into a relationship? It depends on the extent of what the, the daddy issues are causing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Because if, yeah, okay, your daddy issues are causing you to fuck everybody and any male that you come into contact with. Yeah. Then you got a bigger problem. Then, yeah, that's... You have, you have, you, it's not really a daddy issue. No, <laughs> that's like a mental issue. But you don't be together, but if your daddy issues are, are causing like stuff like trust, mm-hmm. like trust issues in your relationship, I mean... Those can be those can be worked out. You just have to actually want to work them out. Yeah, you have to be willing. That's, that's the biggest thing with any relationship. It's like you have to want to make the relationship work to make it work. Yeah. If you're just like I could see myself without this, then it's not gonna work. Yeah. Like if you really want it to, if you really want to make this thing work, like you can overcome anything. Yeah, that's true. It is. That's true. Like you wanna you wanna get like I mean daddy issues don't really come up very often. It's just like it's more whatever issues you have in the present. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like yo, when you're having a conversation with your spouse or whoever you might be dating, it's kind of insensitive to just be like, you're just like that because of your daddy issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I've had an ex do that to me. You have to try to work it in there where you're just. All right, we're working on a relationship. Yeah. These are issues that are, are affecting our relationship or the success of our relationship. How do we get to them? Yeah. And nine times out of ten, communication is the way that you you mm-hmm. do them. Yeah. The more that you communicate, the more that you understand each other, the more that you can be comfortable and let people in. Because sometimes issues are just there because like one person might not want to be vulnerable in the relationship to let the person know how you might feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're scared to talk about it. If you, feel like, if you feel like you're with your partner and you, there's something you can't tell them without hurting their feelings or breaking the relationship or something, that's that's a bigger problem than any daddy issues or anything else that's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to be comfortable enough to be able, like, okay, I can tell you anything. This is this is bothering me, and I want to have, like, a, a rational conversation about it. Yeah, yeah. 
for sure. Like if you if you feel like oh I can't tell this person something without them getting upset, that's a bigger problem than anything else that's going on. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Hmm. And I mean you could be afraid in a sense like like I don't wanna say something because I know it's gonna hurt, but no one you can't can. let that stop you from getting off what you what what you're feeling because yeah. it's gonna you affect you in some way. It's just gonna okay. be more detrimental to the relationship in the long run. You end up harboring resentment. Like nobody says, you know what? I like having difficult conversations with people I love. Like nobody ever says, <laughs> yeah, I really like hurting people's feelings. Yeah, but yeah. sometimes you have to just be honest and mm-hmm. hey, this is what this is how you make me feel. Yeah. This is what I'm thinking. I don't know what's going on, and this is how I feel about it. questions for us? Like, in regards to women, I've never seen him in a negative light that way. Like, I've never seen him cheat or do anything crazy, disrespect women. I think my issue with my dad was just that he just wasn't around. He wasn't accessible. So, I would say it affected me greatly, but I still learned. Like, I still got through it. I think I'm, I've gotten through it now. What about you? For me, I think, yeah, I think I've had it on both sides. So, I've had, I've seen things mm-hmm. and from both of my dads that mm-hmm. I didn't really like when it came to women. Mm-hmm. And also just them not being as present in mm-hmm. my life as I wanted them to be. And also even just down to showing affection. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe I have more of daddy issues than you. Yeah. You brought up something interesting, like, oh, you've never seen your dad like cheat or do anything. Like, mm-hmm. I know AJ, your parents have been together forever. <laughs> mm-hmm. My parents weren't together. My dad re- got remarried and when I was in 12th grade. I'm not going to put the date on it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> 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 um, but over the years, like even before that, I've, I've seen my dad with multiple different women. Mm-hmm. And hey, maybe, maybe it does affect some of the way that I approach women, I approach 
relationships and everything like that. But I will, I will always say that although he always had multiple women, he always encouraged being honest with the multiple women. Yeah. And he always told me, if you have that one woman and that you're saying is, is your, your one woman, mm-hmm. that is your one woman. Mm-hmm. So any, like, any stuff that I've done in terms of, like, all right, I, I'm cheating, I have multiple women on the go or anything like that, I can wholeheartedly say that those are stuff that you've taken upon yourself to do. Yeah. And you were honest. Yeah. Yeah. If I have a message, yeah, if I have a message to any young men listening, don't misrepresent yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Straight. Keep it, one, keep it 100. Yeah. 100. But then, then you're allowing that person. Over the years, I used to be, like, early on, early on, like, all right, you're 19, 20, I used to lie. Mm-hmm. But... I, 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 you lie, you get yourself into situations where you see, like, okay, this isn't worth it. Then you learn, like, all right, no, just just be honest. You will be surprised. You can be honest with women. Yeah, they, but you're, then you're giving you're, them that choice to choose, right? What yeah, they yeah, want to do. Give yeah. people a choice. Yeah, be surprised. give them the power. Like, if that's, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But don't put them in a situation. Like, don't make anybody feel stupid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really it. Don't make anybody look stupid. If, if you have that one woman that's like, that's your woman, don't make her look stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you want to be out there, if you want to be out there running the streets, then be honest with everybody. Yes, yeah, honey. Yeah, straight. Life would be so much easier you'd if be, men thought that way. how many women will just get with that. Yeah. yeah. See, either they'll get with it or they'll leave. Yeah. So. Yeah, because like, oftentimes, like, the woman doesn't really want you. <laughs> you want to be able to do something for them that they appreciate and they want to go about their business. They don't want the the work of having to deal with you and all your nonsense. <laughs> Sometimes so, that's how it goes. Let's let's make this a let's make this a mutual agreement. Yeah. Yeah. If that's the case, yeah. 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 But don't misrepresent yourself. Don't lie. Don't be out there trying like living double lives. Just keep it one hundred, and you'd be surprised. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like. Oh, my, my brother, I could say, all right, he didn't have his dad around, per se, and that's that's the one observation I've always made about him, is that in certain circumstances, um, he's always let women get the best of him. Mm. And not get the best of him, like, oh, women are just always, are always doing stuff, uh, messing up his life. Or he's allowed too much of his focus to be women. Mm, interesting. Hmm. You know, and during the course of my life, like, uh, KJ could tell you, like, I've been in different circumstances where people have been like, are you gay or something? (laughs) Just because, like, no, I'm not into it right now. Uh, I refuse to ever have my main focus just be women. Mm. So, like, I kind of, I I took that from seeing my my brother on the flip side and, and having my dad and having his messages about women and, like, just certain things in life. So... I, I guess I've seen what what could happen in terms of when your dad isn't around. So mm-hmm. like I, I've, I've always had both sides of it, so I could choose my own path. Mm-hmm. In a sense, okay. but like when you when you said like okay, you've never seen your dad cheat or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Do, do you think seeing your dad cheat would affect the the way that um, you had had like or dealt with your relationships? Because I, I think about that one relationship that I was in where she was raised by her dad and she saw her dad do all types of stuff like that mm-hmm. so from her perspective her daddy issue was no i, I i've seen how men are, are so from day one like we're, we're dating for like a week uh, i know you have other bitches <laughs> and it's just like, 
<laughs> yeah, trust issues. Yeah. Trust issues. <laughs> what? <laughs> so you, some women could see could, that that have been raised by their fathers primarily. Like mm-hmm. that could give you an issue too if your dad isn't one of the most stand up. Yeah, uh, for sure. For so sure. It, I think it works both, both sides. Like you could have your dad in your life all. All, all of your life if he's not a great man or a great example mm-hmm. yeah. you're, you're still gonna be out there looking searching yeah. or, or lost so yeah. whether he's there or not I think it really matters who are the people that you have in your life to give you guidance mm-hmm. you might not have your father around but the, the women that are around in your life mm-hmm. they've shown you what you need to to, to know or, or need, need to, to learn to be a decent man mm-hmm. but they just give you that 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 beginning blueprint. It's up to you to go out there and actually do it and become that man. Yeah, I think for me, like when it come when it came to dealing with men, I was just like I didn't even know how to deal with them. And then also, when it came to understanding certain behaviors that men had, I had no tolerance for it because I never dealt with it. Mm-hmm. So like, a guy. Not to say that guys should be telling their female what to do, but having a guy giving me a suggestion, I'm like, no, don't talk to me like that. You're not my dad. Mm-hmm. I've never had a man tell me anything, you know? So that's how I used to approach it, and I didn't even realize that they were daddy issues. It's crazy that women hate that so much, but let you be in a relationship with a woman for five years, and then they want to tell you all, <laughs> no, you take the garbage out. Yeah. You have to wash it this way. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, but if I tell you... Yo, that dress is too short. Mm-hmm. You're not my dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But you need that. You need you need that from your partner. Yeah. Like you guys gotta bounce off each other, and it can't always be compliments and flowers. And you know, no. you guys have to say the rough things to grow. Be honest. Yeah, to you know. So but it I took mean, me a while. Know, in that sort of sense, like, all right, I'm like, I'm not used to having dudes tell me what it is to do. What mm-hmm. if what if your 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 man is just telling me like. I don't feel comfortable with you wearing that when I'm not there. Mm-hmm. Well, now, like, I'm saying now, like, now I understand that, but then I'd be like, I don't, I don't care yeah. what you're comfortable with. You have like, to compromise. Not, you know? I want to wear this cute outfit. Yeah, it's cute. Like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> don't look. <laughs> but now I have respect. I've, like, I've learned respect for men and how to treat a man when you're with a man. I, I had to grow to learn that. I didn't just grow up learning that you know so because i never really dealt with men other than my stepdad and my stepdad was just like quiet did his own thing would crack a few jokes but that's it like i never learned affection nothing so i had to go through it to learn it mm-hmm. you know yeah. so because he was your stepdad do you do you think that maybe he felt like even in terms of the, the affection thing you think maybe he felt uncomfortable because like you're, you're my stepdaughter. Yeah, for sure. I made I made I, him I feel uncomfortable. There might have been lines that you <laughs> might have to across in terms of affection. Like, yeah. how, how do I show this? Mm-hmm. It was definitely partly my fault in a sense because I didn't even allow him the opportunity. Like, anytime he told me anything, I was like, no. Which was, it was fucking rude of me. Like, that's rude as a kid to tell any adult anything like that, you know? But I just didn't respect him, to be honest, growing up until later you know, when I got to manners, yeah. <laughs> you know, but like, even when, I, and I guess it's also my mom too, because she never really corrected me when I acted like that, she kind of just let me go through what I was going through, and 
you know, act out or whatever. But he, after like a couple times of him trying and me pushing him away, he just never tried again. Mm-hmm. So it's not his fault for sure. It's me just not knowing that I even had daddy issues in the first place and just acting out naturally, you know? Mm-hmm. But, you didn't know what it was then, right? Yeah, I didn't know. I was just like, this is how I feel. Is that what it was? Yeah, that's just how I felt. I didn't tie anything to my dad at the time growing up, nothing. I just like, that's just my, my just attitude. like, this is the next man in yeah. my, in my, my dad's space. spot. Yeah. Or even. Like, when, yeah. when we discuss things like that, that I think is a legitimate thing to fall under the the course of daddy issues. Yeah. Not, not yeah. I have a man, but yeah, I'm gonna fuck these three next guys because I have daddy issues. No, that's not daddy issues. No, no that's that's just issues. <laughs> this is real issues. Yeah. No, like I don't know. I feel like for me, like it's like because I've seen cheating and stuff like that involved. Like, it's tainted my view and just in terms of, like, something being real. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Like, you kind of have that expectation of men. Like, yeah. they're just terrible. Yeah. What's what the point? What if I didn't see it? <laughs> if I didn't see it, then... Yeah, and well, that's true because that's where I learned from dealings with men, like in regards to cheating and stuff. Like when it happened, I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" You don't even have to see it, really. I never saw it. It could be going on mentally. I don't know the full thing, but Mm -hmm. knowing that something's wrong, like you, you feel it as a Mm -hmm. child. You feel certain things. You know you. Mm-hmm. it's so hard to focus on things but like so mm-hmm. long-winded but 
do you think your um, daddy issues affect women with their friendships as well, not just their relationships? Mm, I think in my opinion, that's more of a mommy issue than a daddy issue, only because you see how your mom interacts with other women. You see how she is with her friends. If you have a mix-up mom, you're probably going to be a mix-up child. That's just my opinion, you know? You're going to learn those behaviors. You're going to learn to gossip learn this because this is what women do this is what you're seeing but in regards to daddy issues i would say mine haven't affected my friendships at all if anything it just made me want to have more female friends because i i relate to them more yeah i agree completely i was Mm -hmm. just thinking more in terms of like all right the girl that has daddy issues in the crew Mm -hmm. like whenever there's men around she's doing the most because Mm -hmm. Like, has that ever caused trouble? Like, all right, because of this girl, like, yo, I'm getting left at a club somewhere because this girl is so man-hungry. Oh, one of those. True. I think I've dealt with that. I've had friends like that, for sure. For sure. For sure. I've heard numerous stories about stuff like that happening with women, but, like, like maybe maybe it it could be chalked up to a daddy issue. Yeah, because it's just you're you're looking for attention at the end of the day. Maybe too much, you know? So, and it's showing. Yeah, I don't know. In my opinion, like, in my friend group, I would say I'm the most tolerant one because I've been through the most. So Mm -hmm. I, I feel like I'm more understanding because of my daddy issues and because... I've just gone through so much in general. Like, I try not to judge my friends. So when all my other friends are like, this girl's pissing me off. I'm like, okay, guys, but understand, this is what she's going through right now. I'm more of that voice than anything. Yeah. And it's I, weird that I'm that voice. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, like, calm down. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. But that came with time, too. Like, probably when I was, like, in high school, I was like, hey, what's wrong with this girl? Like, what are, why is she acting like that? Because I didn't even know what daddy issues were then. So, you know, like, it comes with maturity, I think. Just as a person, yeah. dealing with your friends, and then you, be, you understand their situations, whether it's daddy issues, mommy issues, mental issues that they've built themselves. Like, you never know, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And if there is stuff like that? I'm just wholeheartedly of the opinion that once you can label something, Mm -hmm. you yourself personally, like, oh, this is my daddy issue, Mm -hmm. I can no longer use that as an excuse for the shit that I'm doing. That's my thing. I know what it is, I know what's causing it, I need to do better. Yeah. I get that, but then some people may not even know how to get help. They may not even know who to talk to about that. Because especially when you're West Indian, most West Indian parents don't want to hear no shit about mental health or daddy issues. They just say, get your shit together. That's a whole other episode. That's a whole other episode. You know, and we both come from West Indian households, so it's just more like... We're just, those issues are avoided. You don't really talk about daddy issues. It's not recognized. So a lot of people don't know how to deal with it, how to get help, who to talk to, because some may have minor ones and some may have severe ones that come from something deeper, you know, so. People are just now really starting to really talk about their issues Mm -hmm. and what they've gone through. So Yeah. Especially with social media making it so easy to get your voice heard and out there, you know, but. Yeah. yeah. And with time changing, like more mm-hmm. more things will be eventually discussed, right? Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Things that were once taboo are now just say hey, you can talk about that, mm-hmm. not be Because that that's the only thing that you really need to allow to happen, like time. Mm-hmm. As, as time progresses, less and less things are taboo. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Times time and some stuff mental health is such a a big taboo thing still to still. Think, so, I think it's we're, been we're a big thing. Always. When it comes to when we want to talk about them and acknowledge them. 
Yeah. yeah. It's just that's, that's also my, my big issue because all right, you can chop the daddy's issue, daddy issues up to like a mental health type of uh, mm-hmm. thing. You need to dis- to discuss that with a therapist. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not good with people continuously using their mental health as a like crutch yeah. Yeah. to other people. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Right. It's not an excuse, but if you are if you have daddy issues and you're trying to work on them, but you keep making mistakes, you need help. That's all. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. You're not a shitty person. You're just a little weak and you need that extra push, push you know? That's all, yeah. but... Yeah, the people who use it as an excuse for their behavior but seek no help, try not to change, like, those kind of people, yeah, go to hell. Yeah. Just I, I kidding. Guess it's just like, you know, daddy issues is only used for when you do, you've done something negative. How come your daddy issues didn't help you accomplish something positive? Mm-hmm. They can. You know, I think, I've seen people. For the negative, it, it could never motivate you to do positive. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instead of saying, because my dad did this, I'm not going to do that, you yeah. know? Yeah, those are, those are the silent, uh, the silent survivors, really. Yeah. Like, you, you just blame everything on everybody else. My dad was never around, so I need to be a good father. Yeah. Like, it, it sounds nice, but, like, you never really hear about it. Yeah, because, yeah. Just yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah just do it. They exist, and they go about their business, and mm-hmm. they don't look for a pattern of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, thank you guys so much for your time. I appreciate it. We both appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. We will. We will probably. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We got you. Some mama issues. All right. And if you guys do an episode on platonic friendships, I think you guys did an episode. We did. We did. And y'all should have had me on that episode. Maybe we'll have a part two of that too. Yeah, maybe. Because <laughs> I'm the king of the the platonic friendship. Oh. <laughs> we'll just make it just featuring you. <laughs> just make it your episode. Yeah, featuring E. Yeah, E. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you again. Thank you. No problem. Need anything else? Let us know. All right. All right bye. Take care. All right, thank you guys for tuning in, and we want to thank our guests again for giving their opinions, sharing their life with us. Yes, I got yeah. some knowledge right there. Yeah, when it comes down to it, I think to sum up the male perspective, it's just being accountable for yeah. your issues and your actions. Yeah. And being honest. And being honest about it. Own it. It's okay to have issues. It's just what you do after you realize you have yeah. issues. Yeah. Yeah. So, thank you again. My name is Shaughnessy. My name is Shanice. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at, at Soulful Synergy Podcast. Our Twitter is at Soulful underscore Synergy. And all new episodes go on our website at www.soulfulsynergypodcast.com. We are Soulful Synergy. Synergy.